What's up? So today I am bringing on a special guest to answer the question, if God is good, why do bad things happen? And this is actually a devotional Bible study recap of the book of Habakkuk. And we're doing chapter one today. It's going to be a three-part series. Chapter two will be next Friday, and then chapter three will be the following Friday. So make sure you are locked in, especially if you are craving a little bit more of God's word. And if you aren't already inside the community, join us for Bible study. We're doing our Q1 Bible study right now. Every day we go live inside the Facebook group and it's fully free. Hurrynewstrength.com forward slash community. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So before we dig into today's episode, I'm going to share today's featured review, and this is from Kim Stu inspired. She says, the strength you need to get through your day. If you need a better way to manage your time and your mind based on God's truth, look no further than Erica's podcast. Highly recommend you give number 121 a listen. Thanks, yo. (laughs) It's so nice to get reviews from you guys. And we just really appreciate that you're tuning in and just sharing with others that this is content you want to hear. So keep them coming. Definitely. Uh, We are blessed by these reviews and we are very grateful. So thank you so much. Now today I have a very special, different kind of episode. And I want to first give you a little bit of background on what's happening inside the community. So we are studying the book of Habakkuk or some people say Habakkuk. This is the first time that we have a guest teacher inside of the community. And I'm really pumped because you've heard from this person on the podcast before. If you're in the community, you've definitely interacted with her. And now she is stepping into this leadership role of teaching. And I'm very excited to bring her onto the podcast today to pour into you guys and to really give you just a high level view of what's happening in chapter one of this minor prophet. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Mary Reed, our very own community manager. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Thanks for being here, friend. I love you. (laughs) So excited. It's good. It's good. And, you know, I think one of the things that I love about how your brain works is that you like to dig into stuff just as deeply as I like to dig into it, which is why I was Mm -hmm. like, I think you'd be perfect to like take this on right now. So we're in this book and you're leading us in the study, even if, which is by the Daily Grace Co. So for those who are not yet inside the community, 
give us a little bit of history, a little bit of context behind who Habakkuk is and what's kind of going on at the time. Um, Habakkuk was a prophet and he saw a vision that completely terrified him. He saw the fall and destruction of the southern kingdom of Judah by the wicked nation of Babylon. The book is a conversation between Habakkuk and God. And Mm -hmm. the book answers questions of, if God is good, why do bad things happen? And it actually has some verses that, in my opinion, are some of the thesis statements of the Bible. Mm, Give us one. Chapter two, verse four, is quoted by Paul three times in the New Testament. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by his faith. Yeah, it's definitely one of those punch you in the gut statements. (laughs) It's good. It's good. So the Southern kingdom of Judah is falling to the Babylonians and this is just a vision. This is before all of this happened. So when we're kind of working through chapter one and Habakkuk is bringing forth, you know, his fears or his complaints to God, what are some of these questions that Habakkuk is asking? Well, the very first question he's asked God is how long, how long should I cry for help? How long will you allow the evil and the violence to happen and you do nothing about it? And I mean, that's a question that we ask God a lot, even today. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like every person who ever has seen like a pray for whatever city post is like, if God is real, then why does he let this happen? If God is Mm -hmm. good, then why doesn't he do something about it? And I'm, I'm not going to give away everything because we're only talking about chapter one, but we definitely do see all of who God is in this book. And that helps us to better answer that question. You know, if he's good, why does he let this happen? Some people wouldn't even ask if he's good. They would just ask, is he even good? Yep. And can we trust him? And can we trust him? So how does that play out? What is God's response to Habakkuk? His response is, I'm going to just read verse five. It says, look among the nations and see, wonder and be astounded. For I am doing a work in your days that you would not believe if told. And that is just, I think it's the biggest thing that God could say and to like put Habakkuk and us in our place and be like, and he's like, I'm doing things. You can't see it. You cannot understand it. All you have to do is trust me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just wait. (laughs) Yep wait and see. In a way, when I was studying that verse, I went into a word study because I was trying to understand the tone. I couldn't Mm -hmm. understand, like, is this a threat? Is this a promise? Like, is it both? I really couldn't discern whether it was said in like, with that tone of like righteous indignation, or if it was said in a in a soothing, comforting way. I don't know if you got a sense for that at all. I got it as it was a comforting way, kind of like in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, where God says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. We cannot understand God's ways. And if we knew everything that God was doing, we would probably 
run and hide in a hole. <laughs> I mean, but some of us still are. That also just he acknowledges the evil and the wickedness of Babylon. He says, I know that they're evil, but he says, I am raising them up because Judah was just, they were also so, so wicked. And mm-hmm. in Second Chronicles 36, we read that Judah mocked God. They mocked the prophets that God sent. And God was like, enough is enough. I'm going to, you need to be disciplined for this. Like a good parent. Yep. Yeah. So people don't like to hear about God's wrath. It's like super uncomfortable. Um, people actually still say things. I've had conversations with folks who are referring to the God of the Old Testament as if he's different than the God of the New Testament. Right. And so I wonder, how does Habakkuk speak to that sentiment? Well, he calls God the everlasting holy one. Mm. He he knows that God is the judge. He knows that he says, oh Lord, you have ordained them, speaking about the Babylonians as judgment. Mm-hmm. He knows that God cannot look at sin. And one of the things that he says in chapter one is that you can't look at sin. Why are you allowing this to happen? But he also acknowledges that God needs to judge sin because he is holy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that immediately just brings me to think of Jesus. So thank God for Jesus, because really we would be in a very terrible boat otherwise. So what would you say are your top takeaways for chapter one? And for those of our listeners who are not yet inside of the community, definitely head over to herrenewstrength.com forward slash community so that you can join us on the inside. All of the replays are up and they're available. This is fully free. We're not going past like, you know, 20-ish minutes inside of each daily live. So we want to encourage you to take that time, fill up on the word and be part of the discussions. So certainly don't miss out. But in case you're not going to be joining us, in case you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll just take a little bite size right now. What would you say, Mary, are the top takeaways for chapter one? First, Habakkuk was honest and open with God. He laid out all of his grief and his anger. And the first three verses, Habakkuk just seems angry with God. Mm-hmm. But he he opened up his heart to God and he spoke to God. He asked the questions. He came broken and confused. And that's what we need to do. We just need to be open and honest with God, mm-hmm. even in our anger and grief and our confusion. Yeah. Um, second is that God answers. He always answers. Yeah. And he, it's not an answer that we expect. I'm sure Habakkuk did not expect God to say, just look and wonder and be astounded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but God w- is listening and he is there waiting to answer. We just need to talk to him and he's mm-hmm. willing to talk to you. And maybe he has spoken to you. You just need to talk to him in order to be able to hear him. Yeah. And then the third thing is wait for God, wait for him to listen, to answer you, listen as best you can and don't charge ahead thinking that God isn't speaking to you because he will. And he is, and he lives inside of you. If you're saved, all you have to do is wait. 
waiting is hard because it's uh, mm-hmm. very unnatural, right? Especially if you struggle with worry or anxiety in general. I think just the thought of having to sit and for some people waiting means do nothing. Um, that's It's not a, a solution or, or it doesn't resolve their their concern or their negative feelings, right? So I just want to challenge all of you who are listening. When you hear that word wait, understand what it means to wait well, you know, I think we have to always understand first, like what the world calls waiting. We don't, we don't do the same kind of waiting when we are in Christ and the waiting that we're talking about here, the waiting that Mary's referencing is to be still in fellowship with the Lord, to be Mm -hmm. pursuing him, to be praying, to give praise, right. To, as you bring your prayer requests also be giving praise to God and all the glory that is owed to him because we don't know what he's doing, but Mm -hmm. we can trust. And I think that we're going to see in this book, especially as we move through all of the nuance of it inside of the community, we'll see how trustworthy he is and just how good he really is and how much he cares about us. He's thinking about all the details. He, you know, his plans, they're intricate. (laughs) Like, they need time to to come to pass. And that means that even if we're not in control, we're not, right? Not if we're not in control. Even while we are not in control, we can still have that peace of mind knowing that we are in the hands of the creator who is looking out for our best interests and really working things out in a very creative way. Amen. Amen. And just one other thing about the waiting. God said doesn't say wait and just stand back he says look and see like Mm. watch while you're waiting Mm. just be be ready be ready yep be ready yeah you're in that ready position think about a sprinter they're waiting for the go you just got to be prepared right be in a posture of of preparation and um obedience right and diligence because the preparation sometimes is not, you know, it's not what we think it's going to be. And it also leads us, I think, and this, this will be my last thought. The preparation leads us into a deeper fellowship and intimacy with God. So while you're waiting, I know that it might feel like it's taking a long time, but a day here is like a thousand in heaven, right? Or maybe it's the reverse. I don't remember exact words, but um, time to us is not the same time that God is limited by. So just know that all these things that were, that we share, all the ways that God instructs us, like there's intention behind it. So I hope that your prep game is strong all of you who are listening. And (laughs) if you are not already inside of the community, hurrynewstrength.com forward slash community. Mary is teaching. She's doing a fantastic job, taking a lot of notes and all the replays are in there. So I hope to see you then. And if I don't, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, 
head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.